What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, June 16th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am your host, Matt Swaski, a.k.a. Father Zoe, a.k.a. Zostradamus. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. Welcome back, Zo, and congrats on your big uh, Sebi Zavala win. Thank you. Your this new is... favorite catcher, right? <laughs> He's getting there. This catcher is, uh, of the future. This is just kind of a pit stop because I'm definitely not going to be here next week, too. So... <laughs> Uh, just a little, just a little drop in to say hi to everybody, uh, and uh, uh, the new guy. You're gonna be new guy for at least a month. Just that works. All right, good. Uh, Mitch is gonna be like the only one who's doing all these shows by the end of the summer. <laughs> yeah, that's what new guys do, dude. That's I'm like Danny Mendick. I'm sliding yeah. in when need be and crushing it. That's, that's perfect. That's too. Mitch uh, Kamin- Kaminsky. Kaminsky. Oh, come on, Matt. Be Polish one time. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I think the Danny Mendick comp is perfect because talk about stepping up when you get an opportunity. Um, so we are going to be talking about uh, the curious case of Liam Hendricks. Uh, why can't the White Sox just play the Tigers 162 games in a season? Um, me predicting the future. And we might spare all though, but we might get into uh, why the Cubs suck so bad right now. It's It's bad, dude. Three weeks, three weeks ago, I think it was. They had the longest winning streak in the National League. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. It was good times, man. It was <laughs> good times. Time. Somebody tweeted out this time last year the Cubs were in first place. It was right before. It was like right when they had the no-hitter in Los Angeles. Yep. That's Ever when it that all no-hitter. went downhill. That's when yep. it, that, Literally, when it downhill, all went downhill from there. They had the 11-game losing streak. And then... um, so, yeah. All that and God knows what else is going on. Fids is somewhere in the world right now. Uh, it's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego with that guy lately? Um, but all that, and who knows where we're gonna go with this? Uh, so let's tap this guy. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. That time of the year now, Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood, discussions and interviews, trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah, this is what you waiting for. Yeah, you can put it on a boy. Yeah, every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for. Yeah, you can put it on a boy. As always, the show is brought to you by Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. Make sure you download that app, put on push notifications, so you will be the first to know in Chicago, any Chicago sports news. Uh, sports mockery sports mockery.com and also the show is brought to you by us there's a pin tweet in at pinwheels ivy pod first follow that account second check out all the good stuff in the pin tweet we got merch you can donate we've gotten a lot of donations and i my heart just is huge for you people you guys are awesome i got a heart boner for all of you um i was gonna say is that your heart that's big or I can go a lot of directions with that comment. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we really appreciate y'all. And make sure you're following our individual Twitter accounts. Uh, you might want to turn on push notifications for that too so I can tell you who's going to hit a home run that day. 
I'm riding this wave, man. I'm I'm riding this wave. I'm riding this wave big time. So for all of you that didn't see it, I uh, woke up on Wednesday morning, had a feeling. I thought it was gas. Turned out it wasn't gas. And it was just a feeling that Zebby Savala was in the starting lineup. It was like, you know what? Why not Zebby? Why not Zebby? So I threw 25 US dollars on him to hit a home run. And dude hit a bomb. Well, the gas was the Tigers. That, that's the gas, oh, yes. The gas <laughs> was definitely the Tigers, too. Yeah. I mean, no, he hit a nice bomb early. And thank God he hit that bomb early because when uh, the Tigers put in their position players, Zebby hit one to the wall and it got robbed by Austin Meadows. And I was just thinking to myself, <laughs> could you imagine if he did that was it? And it got, oh, I would have been hot. I would have been so hot. But instead, I got a couple bucks for my vacation next week. We're pretty happy. We're feeling good about it. So uh, the big story to start, and oh, yeah, there is no Fids beef. He's, uh, I, I honestly don't know where he, where is he. Well, he was like at Midway in the morning, Wednesday yeah, morning. Now, he's on the East Coast, I think. Now he's in New York, I think. Yeah, something like that. Uh, seriously, can't keep up with the guy. Maybe he's negotiating a contract or a trade for the uh, Wilson Contreras and one of the New York teams. His trade value went up a little bit lately. A lot. <laughs> a lot. I mean, he's, sure. the, he's literally the that I, I told I told Mitch and Kevin last week. I really can't even enjoy how great Wilson Contreras has been. Like this is literally his best year, and I can't even yep. enjoy it because in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, he's gonna get traded in a month. There's, I, <laughs> I mean, can't even enjoy it. I guess before we even go forward, I mean, as a Cubs fan, there's zero chance he finishes this year on the Cubs, right? I yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's very low. It's okay. like I don't know, like five percent. Like the, there was like one retooling. I thought he's the best player. Why would you get rid of him during a retooling? It's generally <laughs> told everyone. The, the exactly. Retool, that, that's like the worst word in baseball. <laughs> it's the it's. There's ugh. there's like one thing that happened last week that was like well it like made you think for a minute, but then like you see other things like well what the hell are they even trying to do? And it was when they avoided arbitration. So it's like well if they didn't really care at all about any future negotiations, like they would have just went to arbitration. Cause like, who cares? It's like, well, yeah, but then they avoid it. It's like they negotiated last minute and the I Cubs, that was weird. The Cubs have never done that. They're a file or what is it called? A file and trial team or whatever. They just do the numbers. If they don't agree, they'll go to arbitration. Uh, but they negotiated last minute. I don't know. Right. That was like that was the only glimpse of like ah does this mean something? But I don't know, man. It's it's. Buddy, brutal. we got a all star cast of characters early in the comments. There, we got our boy A Rude. We got Uncle Beef, Maddie Mitch, and the homie Herb? Herb Lawrence. Herb, I was loving the sunglasses today, man. Pre and post game show on CHGL. Herb's rocking the sunglasses, looking like he was on vacation vibes the whole show, just killing it over there. Go listen to uh, Black Keys though, Herb. That was kind of weird to me that you've never listened to black keys anyways um oh, just question. to answer maddie Mitch's yeah i was question. gonna say what do, you, what do you think to this? so the question is where do you not like the, there's only like one team to? i know the kevin Cardinals. has like kevin has like the older school hatred of like the mets uh like just, i never i never got to like really live that rivalry from you know back in the day uh so i don't have that big of a i mean it's like new york's so like you always naturally you know being a Chicago guy, you're always going to hate the New York teams. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would kind of suck. But like, there's really the only one. Like, if it's like the Cardinals, like that would never. I don't. That would never happen. 
because of course they have Hall of Famer Yachty. Yeah, but don't uh, don't you want to see him being like the tort Yachty passing the torch to Wilson Contreras and then Wilson Contreras just destroying the Cubs for a decade? No. No. No, so I wouldn't. No, I I wouldn't want I wouldn't want that. No. <laughs> kind of like when the twins traded AJ Prasinski to the White Sox. Yeah. Or uh I mean Zo, would you want uh Jose Abreu to get uh, traded to the twins and have I, him? I would uh, be I would literally puke for an entire season. I would wake up in the morning and throw up every day. If like I send I don't know, send Wilson and, send Wilson Contreras to like I get it. It's like send him to the Yankees. I don't care. Send him to like the Angels. Like just get him the No, because this thing, like Wilson Contreras is great. He should, you know, be on another contending team. The Angels, I'm not talking about being bad can we talk real quick though a little side note about the angels on a scale of one to ten both of you's how hard did you laugh when you saw that joe madden cut his hair into a mohawk and got fired <laughs> oh, you when team? you sent that tweet into our chat into our group chat i thought at first since it was just written out that was a joke you know, like one of those just like somebody making a joke on twitter yeah but then when they quote tweeted it with the video of them talking i'm like no I was i'm just dead. picturing him like not even just the mohawk like for whatever reason maybe he died it and he's just in the office and they're like you're fired yeah <laughs> i then he's gonna come home to his family and explain it to well you know uh, i got the mohawk yeah. <laughs> i thought it would get the boys going but you know i never really got to show it to him now I'm, I'm unemployed now Clear. he's just like a. Now he's just like a six. Well, how old are you? Like sixty-seven or something? Sixty-seven-year-old guy with like mohawk. Joe not unemployed. seventy. He's not seventy something, years old. Maybe I don't know how old he is. Right, I don't think he's seventy that. yet. He's up there, but, but what a hilarious you, like uh, scene there. But you also like left out one key detail about being a sixty-eight-year-old unemployed guy with the mohawk it's a 68 year old million multi-million well, yeah. old guy after after all the jokes it's like yeah well you know i'll just cruise around in my van get high yeah. and i whatever. i pictured the meeting going like hey joe you just lost 16 in a row we're gonna let you go and him being like cool peace i'm out i think he's done though I think he's done with baseball. I don't see him coming at back. this point. Like, I mean, why would you? Why would you? I mean, you have millions and millions and millions of dollars. You're 68 years old. Just we have to see. We have to see what owner around the league is his best friend. Because I mean, <laughs> who would have yeah. thought that a 78 year old would be managing coming out of retirement after more than a decade? Well, I don't think Joey has the lawyer bills that Tony has. <laughs> so you know, a lot goes into that. But all right, big story. To me right now with the White Sox is this Liam Hendricks stuff. Now, Mitch, you wrote about it on sportsmockery.com. That's where you guys can find all of Mitch's articles. Man's been churning and burning over there, so show him some love there. Uh, so what's going on with Liam Hendricks, Mitch? Yeah, so 15-day IL, uh, obviously the forearm, right forearm strain. And first off, like forearm strains usually are leading to Tommy John. I remember well, Tyler Glass out. We call it TJ here. Don't say it. It's 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 a bad juju. Don't say the full TJ. Yeah. All yeah. Right. All right. Um, yeah, but the four. I, we saw Tyler Glass now last year pitching against the Sox. Same thing happened. He left with forearm uh, tightness and soon after he had season-ending surgery. So that was the first red flag. And also, I mean, he had his comments today where he said he's not too concerned about it. He expects to be back after his 15 days is up. But he said he had a partial tear in his arm, and he's been dealing with it the past two seasons, and he's thrown a lot of innings the past two years. So I think it's only a matter of time. Like it does, like those comments, despite the fact he said he's going to be back, does not really make you feel all that much more uh, reassured. No. It's like, wait, what? Partial tear? Excuse me. Yeah. So, um, 
especially because he loves to pitch. He loves being out there on the mound every day. He's a competitor. So I, hopefully he's right. I mean, he, I guess he'd know his body better than we would, but uh, it, it didn't sound too promising. And my thing is, dude, he is not by any means a finesse guy. He goes out there and tries to throw his arm off his body every pitch. You know what I mean? And so for him to be pitching with a torn, what was it, MCL? I think so, yeah. Yeah, a torn MCL. Like, one, if anyone anyone ever calls Liam Hendricks soft, you're an idiot. Because you know how fucking tough that guy's got to be to be going out there yeah. throwing 100 miles per hour with a partially torn MCL. And he won reliever of the year while doing it. Twice? He won reliever of the year twice with a torn MCL. Like, that dude is fucking nuts. And I get it. He's, you know, the tough Australian. You know, he played Aussie rules football and all that stuff. And I'm a big Liam Hendricks guy. I'm all about this guy. But I am not feeling good. And Fids is like the dude from uh, what was the one with the fire and the dragons and all that shit. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Fids is like that. Yeah. He's that little finger on Game of Thrones. Fids has all these little birdies all over what the league. What a comp. All over the league. He's got birdies all over the league. He Sometimes he won't even tell. It's like the movie Blow. He won't tell us who his connections are. And I sit there, hey, Fidge, you're my brother. Tell me who Las connections Vegas are. Las Vegas is basically King's yeah. Landing for him, yeah. Oh, we're digging deep into this. I'm loving every second of this. This but, is the first um, time I've thought of Game of Thrones since there's shit. That... Yep. Oh, I know. But he is like Littlefinger. He's got birdies everywhere across the league. And one of his little birdies told us they don't think it's that great right now for Liam. You know what I mean? I don't want to say either way, nothing's official. This is again, this is, this is a new segment called birdie talk, but uh, yeah, this is a little birdie (laughs) that told Fids this. And uh, I don't feel confident at all about this. I I really just, I, Liam could sit here. And I really think Liam's the type of guy that'll be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Until they literally strap him down and perform the surgery. Like that's just, to me, that's, the guy kind of guy and we all played with that guy if you've played any sports yeah. like above like sixth grade you've played with that guy and liam is that guy to me i don't know well if he gets hurt if he is indeed out for the year which fingers crossed he's not but i think that puts a wrap on like world series chances take take a dive if it's all, I, I I just don't see it happen if, without Liam Hendricks. Like that bullpen's running thin as it is, and they spent so much money on it during like during the offseason. That's uh, that'd be. I'd a, like to uh, I'd like to address this comment by people. <laughs> what percentage do Fids birdies hit? I would say they're putting up Hall of Fame numbers. I mean, although you've been around just as long as I have with Fids, usually when he says, "My guy told me this" or "My guy told me that," I throw him at like a seventy percent hit rate. Yeah, no, I mean, the bird, I think recently, especially with sock stuff. Yeah, especially uh, the sock stuff. The the chirping's been good. Yeah, yeah, but I By the way, guys, I, I have a solution. If, if, which, uh, which shitty Cubs player are you going to try no, to find? No, no, no. You look at the numbers. This is possible all-star representative for the Cubs just because Wilson Contreras might not be uh, with the Cubs when the all-star game begins. But well, you guys can bring back old friend David Robertson. That I wouldn't mind. As I wouldn't mind. See, He's, I'm not always gonna throw a bad play. He was, <laughs> he was a big fan favorite. Mitch, you remember when he was here? I like David Robertson. Yeah. I wouldn't have him as the closer at this point, though. No. I would, he'd be, I'd be fine with him like a seventh inning guy, maybe. But like, I would not bring him in as the closer anymore. But I so, like David Robertson when he was there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if that's a if that's an option, I don't think the Cubs are really eager. 
to uh, trade with the White Sox right now because the part the White Sox traded them a broken second baseman. Uh, he's back on the DL, by the way. Um, right when he started to trend towards the right direction, too. Yeah, that's what he did. He's trying to that's what he did out. for the White Sox too. He yep. figured it out and then get hurt again. And I mean, bro, he just can't stay on the field. But um, I guess this begs the question, though, and this is a conversation I wanted to have with you two to start the show, though. Let's say worst case scenario, Liam's done, done for the year. I'll start with you, Mitch. Who's your closer? I would how, think, how do you close games? From what I heard, I think it's going to be, they're saying Joe Kelly is probably going to get the bulk in the ninth inning. I would have Kendall Graveman though, as a closer, just because he had some experience in Seattle in the ninth inning. Uh, so he's had some success there before, but I, I guess between him and Kelly, you kind of have like a small committee there, but those would be the only two that I would trust in the ninth inning. I thought we, we saw Matt Foster in some big innings this past weekend. And I, I don't think he's closer material. So I think Graveman and Kelly would be the one. Kelly doesn't really have a whole lot of experience in the ninth inning either. He's been mostly a setup guy the re- most of his career. So that's why I think you got to go Graveman just because he's got a little bit more experience in that ninth inning. Yep. Although if you, from the outside looking in, who uh, yeah, I think, I mean, last year before the trade to Houston, he was closing out games in Seattle. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think uh, the First chance to close out a game, I give it to Graveman. Uh, yeah, and then obviously, I mean, you go with your your other power arm. The, I mean, the I remember a few years ago uh, when he was coming up, or you know, when he was rising uh, among some of the best relievers around the game. I thought uh, before, obviously, before the White Sox signed Liam Hendricks, but this guy also is, hasn't been able to stay healthy this year. Is Aaron Bummer? Yeah. Uh, he, I think, if. All the, if everyone is healthy, I think he'd be an option too. But that guy he also just can't stay healthy this year. Yep. So I've been thinking about this a lot since we guys we talked about it yesterday. I don't feel great about anybody. No. I just want to put that out there before I start this little ramble. I don't feel good about anybody. Like there's no one to me that just like exudes confidence. You know, like oh shit, two run lead, we're rolling out. We're good. You know, it's just I don't feel that anyways. I think you guys both hit on the head. I think Graveman and uh, the thing I think Joe Kelly really has going for him, too, is he's got fucking brass balls. Like nothing phases Joe Kelly. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. he's been on the mound in Fenway trying to, you know, for the Red Sox winning World Series. He's been in L.A. winning world. Like he's got he's been there. Graveman, but both Graveman and Kelly, neither of them have really shown me too much i've seen flashes of it but if we're talking closer shit you got to do it every day well hopefully yeah. <laughs> hopefully a lot but it's uh i want to say just uh, again outside perspective i haven't seen every single Sox game and how these I guys unfortunately are performing have. day in and, day out yeah. but uh for you to say you're not i mean obviously it's a huge injury you're losing you're losing up to so your number one bullpen guy mm-hmm. and whenever it's a closer obviously that's going to hurt your the depth and just everyone behind and the confidence that you feel. But uh Rickon spent a lot of money on this super bullpen. So right. for you to say well, that you don't feel confident. Well, Graven's been pretty solid this year. Yeah, and Kelly, he's... like he had the injury problem and he had a rough start. But like his last two out, like before he got hurt that game against Boston, he, that was the best stuff he'd had all year. He struck out two guys in a row before he went down. And then yeah. he looked like a stud last game. So I'm, I'm not too concerned about him if he can stay healthy. Like both those guys I have confidence in. It's just that they're not going to be in, you know, roles they're necessarily familiar with. If they're mm-hmm. doing both the ninth, and I also just want to say, like, a, as a bullpen as a whole, I think they're a good unit. 
I'm talking about just like this individual guy taking the ball with the two run lead. It's a little bit different than, you know, yeah. he yeah. thought he had his closer for the year, which is wild. Cause he obviously knew this guy's been pitching with the fucking tour MCL for since like 20, like the last, whatever, you know what I mean? Like anywho beef, I saw you comment it and I don't know if you're being facetious or not, but I was also, this name kept coming into my head. Bro, I'm giving Raylo a shot. I'm giving him a shot. Now, here's why I'm nervous about it. I'm nervous about mental capacity. I'm worried that the moment is going to get 2008. Thank you, Alex. He's had a torn ACL, MCL since two, 2008, which is absolutely fucking wild to me. But MCL or UCL? Probably um, UCL, I think. I think MCL is in the knee, yeah. Oh, okay. UCL, I think the UCL yeah, is the is the one in the elbow that uh, I'm a couple credit to... I'm a couple credit short of becoming a doctor, so I apologize. It's a UCL. You didn't get to that chapter yet. <laughs> yeah, but... you, I'm not there yet. I'm I'm still get flipping through. Yeah. But um, I'm worried about Raylo. The moment getting too big for Raylo, especially if the things best case scenario, the White Sox get this somewhat well, actually, extremely noticeable easier schedule after these. Houston, Toronto, come under and coming up, but like Beef is saying in comments, I'm with you, man. He can well, dial it up, trip divot digits. I agree, but like the way the starting rotation's been this year, they're not going very deep into ball games. They're only giving you like five innings a game. That's I think like too. they're under six. So like with Ronaldo Lopez, it's nice because he used to be a starter. He can give you some of those middle innings, and you can kind of use them all over the bullpen. So I don't know if I would. And he's never closed out like he's never been in a save situation before, which would be the other thing I'd be concerned about. But I think he's I think he's better suited for that middle middle inning role, especially when, you know, th- these guys only giving you five innings. You need someone to eat, eat these middle innings. I think Ronaldo Lopez is, is a guy I would trust there more, a lot more so than like Jimmy Lambert, per se. So that's why I wouldn't have him as the right. Uh, closer right now. But I don't know, man. I just got this Raylo. You get tripped if he's going into it, knowing he only has to get three outs. We've seen him in these reliever roles, though. It was 2019, I'd say, sure. Like, but yeah. I don't know if you want to be testing out a guy there that's never done it in a year. You're trying, it's kind of like championship or bust. Yeah, well, it might be. It's getting closer to the bust part of that. So we're no, getting, to, you know what I mean. So it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, I mean, if he's hitting triple grit digits, at least for these couple of weeks. Well, why like, not do it now before the All Star? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's why you have to do. I think you do have to do it now though, because yeah, you can't you gotta, be waiting yeah. around and be like. They well, did try him out in that four-run lead. Yep. Yeah. Night, so and, see, and that's what I was surprised job, because so. I think in the beginning of the game, obviously it was when Hendricks was already put on the IL, and I think during the broadcast, I think they were mentioning how they thought that if the White Sox were going to be in a in a safe situation, that they would go to Joe Kelly, and he pitched the eighth inning when, like, I mean, the mm-hmm. Tigers could have scored to make it a safe situation in the ninth, and like, well. Like they were gonna give Ronaldo Lopez the ninth inning in a safe mm-hmm. situation that night. It yeah. just happened to be it was a four run lead. Right? Yeah, so that could be exactly what we're talking about. Them just. I think like, they are again. I think they. It's are Detroit in June. Let's fucking try it. Like, let's <laughs> give it a whirl. Why not? What's the worst that happened? You know, well, we all know what the worst could happen. But uh, <laughs> I don't see Aaron Bummer being a closer at all, even if he's healthy. He walks the first guy every time. It drives me fucking nuts. It is so crazy, man. I, I'm still going with Graveman, though. That's what they paid. They brought they brought him yeah. in here to be a high leverage reliever. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to step up. Like he, that that's the guy that should be. Like that's what you're paying him for. That's true. I I think ultimately, like if if the worst case scenario is Hendricks is done, 
and you're not going to go after a closer in the trade market and you're going to look for an answer within, I think ultimately you do land on Graveman being your best, your best option for the Sox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Alex, I was, you're, you're in my head, bud. I remember him saying something like this. They gave Kelly the A since it's a more high leverage situation since it was the middle of the order. So yeah, I see a lot of, I foresee a lot of this going on. Okay. Okay. If, if, hey, uh, you know if, what? Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's not me being sorry. I'm shocked that uh, uh, the socks are actually uh, doing. I that. see, but that's how I kind of see this playing out in my head. Like it, it's going to be you go bullpen by committee. It's, it's, you yeah, go it's situational. It's going to go from game to game. It's going to be a lot more situational. Which honestly, Tony loves his analytics. So which I mean, honestly, go, yeah. honestly, they should have been doing that when Hendricks was healthy. Was Correct. Doing that more Correct. Often. But yeah, and stop pitching Swayza versus lefties. Well, he's back in AAA. You don't have to worry about that. I know, but I, I, I will always worry about it. I knew that bad was bad when he was, I think he was the one who gave the home run to Madrigal in spring training. Yep. He had, he came out the gates hot. Mm-hmm. They looked good early. Yeah. Early. Me, memes early, were being made. Bitches love Swayza. Yeah, but it just uh, fell off fast. And yeah. old Tony, old they're, Tony, so, they're so yeah. volatile. Old Tony no, sees right that lefty the, lefty yeah. matchup and he gets a, his. You know his Viagra kicks in or whatever, and he's like, "Lefty, lefty, let's go." Yeah. What's so sad about it too is the offense has been the problem for the first two months of the season, and the past two weeks they've been phenomenal. I think they've scored five runs or more in their past seven games now, and they should have won. Like that Texas series, they should have swept that that series. There was no reason for them. To, the fact that they blew a five nothing lead uh, on Saturday, it, it, the bullpen had been strong like leading up to that point, but I think everyone's just gassed at this point. They're all running thin because of injuries, so yeah. it, it's thanks because they're wasting some good offense performances. And I know a bunch of people today have been like, you know, we were, I wrote an article about the offense earlier, and a lot of people were like, well, it's just like the Tigers. Well, they were doing this against the Dodgers, too, and yep. the Rangers. So I think the bats are starting to heat up, and Moncada now finally had a good game. That could be the confidence he needs to move forward, so We'll go with that. I'm going to go in that direction. Moncada getting five hits on Wednesday versus the Tigers. Two of them were against position players. Shut the fuck up. Doesn't matter. The guy's been, he's been a mental midget since he's yeah. came back from injury. And I get it, man. An oblique injury for a switch hitter, that's probably like one of the worst injuries you can have. You know, And I feel like he's the type of guy that really needs a game like this to jumpstart. And I think it's kind of a, almost like a perfect storm for him. No, I don't think he was like happy. Jake Berger got hurt, but I also think it wasn't helping his confidence seeing Jake Berger go out and absolutely mash. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so Berger gets hurt. He get, he get took one off the hand, which it's not that serious. It's not broke. Um, but then Mankata, you know, gets his game and he wasn't, those weren't bullshit hits either. I mean, they were rips. They were and, hit hard. Yeah. His home run was smoked. I love that new Twitter account this year where it tells you if it's a home run and how many ballparks. Mm-hmm. And Mankata's home run on Wednesday versus the the Tigers was a 30 out of 30 ballparks. So it's not a cheapie. And all that is good to me. Like, I'm, I'm all for all that. But the big thing for me is, and I think uh, Jason and Steve Stone addressed it on the broadcast. Actually, I know they did. They put the camera on him after he hit the home run. He looked like a man that just paid off like a million dollar debt to like the worst bookie in Vegas. Like he was so fucking relieved that 
it's done. And then at the very end, he walks online and he's got this big smile on his face. He's shaking everybody's hands, you know, whatever. And he gets to the very end. And it's funny because he's up. I think he was, I, I hope he was on a step. And the camera kind of pans down, like just above his waist. And Frank Manichino was just like, he put his hand up and he, he gave him a big slap. And he was just like, both of them were just like, ah. like you could feel them going, ah. like, and then he goes up and goes five, his, five hits in the game. And we'll see where it goes from here. And I, I know it was the Tigers. All right, I get it. A lot of Debbie Downers out there, but um, I, don't, I was yeah. gonna say, just say I hate that shit because I do too. The major league you, baseball players, like this, is what you have to do. Yes, yes the, the Tigers. Okay, good. You fucking stomped on them. You destroyed them. That's that's what good teams do when they play in fury competition. Yep. They kill bad teams, and that's what the White Sox did. That's a good step. And like how you said, Mitch, when they did it against Texas, uh, I mean Martin Perez. Yeah, like a sub two, one of the like top yeah. like, two, three, like yeah. Cy Young contenders right yeah. now. And to that start, they lit him up. The entire Texas Rangers uh, pitching staff, uh, I mean, they have a better ERA, or at least heading into that series, they had a better overall ERA than the White Sox did. So it's not like you're facing just like, oh, yeah, it's the Rangers of old. They suck. They can't pitch. Like, no, you're still facing a solid uh, pitching staff. And yeah, they, Thanks to some like bad pitching and uh, bad bullpen work that uh, they lost that series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, the offense has been great. What is it like now? Like uh, a week in a row now? Like more than five runs yeah. every game? They, and, uh, yeah, they did what yeah. they were supposed to and exceeded it with the 13 runs. It, with Moncada, too, it's nice because I think a lot of it is, like you said, like mentally fragile. I, he wasn't playing with a whole lot of confidence. You'd see some of his bats, at bats, would go in there and he'd look defeated, like from the mm-hmm. jump. Like the swings look awful. So I think now you even look up at the scoreboard, you got the five extra RBIs. He raised his average 49 points just today. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, yeah. which is insane by going five for five. So I think that helps, too, because now you look at the scoreboard, and it's like, okay, it's like we're, we're starting to creep back towards. Yep. respectable number so i think that'll help aj pollock though and danny mendick i think the two unsung heroes of the offense aj yes. pollock's been a stud i think he has seven it might be five five consecutive uh, uh multi-hit games uh and danny mendick has since taken over and i know you rolled your eyes a couple weeks ago and i said he should be the replacement at second i base, did like, i did i'll face i did not I'll own it pinwheel curse yet so. i will own it i will own it you're you're a young padawan so i don't think you have the full force of the pinwheels curse yet but uh dude i think danny i think if ta comes back as scheduled which it's looking like they kept saying next week but in my head i'm like eh, i guess since they're in houston that kind of kills coming back this weekend yeah yeah whatever anyways when ta comes back i think danny mendix just like a baseman you know what's nice about Danny Mendick too is the defense he plays. He's a lot better defender than Leary Garcia would be, and he's hitting. And so the defense has been a problem for the White Sox for years now. He's a he's a very good defender. And I almost think too, once you get Leary and Tim Anderson back, he might be running Josh Harrison out of a job pretty soon because there's not going to be a whole lot of room for him on the roster when they do it. You know, they just signed Leary to the two year deal, so Josh Harrison might be the uh, next to go on the chopping block pretty soon. I am i don't think that would surprise anybody. Yeah. You know? And AJ's, that's seven games in a row for AJ Plock with yeah, multiple yeah. hits. That's insane, dude. It's hitting it hard, too. Even some of his outs, like, it's like, oof, that was like smoke. And he's an actual outfielder. That play yeah. on Wednesday when runners on first and second and uh, homeboy hit a line shot to him and 
AJ knew he wasn't going to get to it, but he kind of like made a move like he was going to be like throwing it to second and it caught the runner up a little bit. So he got the force out at third. It was, yeah. that's like a real outfielder shit. Like we haven't had that, you know, on the corner outfield in a long time. So it was You're saying Eli couldn't do that? No. <laughs> Eloy would have probably threw it home. Is Eli, um, oh, quick question is, is Eloy all right? Do you want I the real think. answer or the Rick Hahn answer? Give me both. <laughs> give me your give me your answers though, and then give me what Rick Hahn's saying. My answer is no. <laughs> My answer is if he was already be back by now. Um, I think did they restart his rehab this week yet? Or no, no? see, no, here's, the, here's the Rick. Here's the Rick Hahn answer. We are pausing his rehab since this isn't a setback. This isn't a restart. It's a, it's pause. a pause. Yeah. Which all I hear is okay, okay. lawyer, 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 bullshit, 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 lawyer, bullshit. Cause you don't just pause a guy's rehab. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Something's not right there. It stinks. It stinks, it stinks, it stinks. But I know a couple of weeks ago, if you would have told me, Zoe, on June 16th, you'd be pining for Danny Mendick to be the starting second baseman, I would have probably laughed in your face. But <laughs> life is funny sometimes, man. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah. at this point, the two best options and the other guy, I mean, you talked about it be, uh, before your trip to San Francisco. Uh, like the other, uh, the other option on the team is Jake Berger. Which we've talked about no, a lot, how he just can't no, because the defense Jake, is terrible. Jake Berger is not a second baseman by any dude. You want to talk about tearing anything CL? <laughs> He's tore A through Z CL. Like I think it would just be like painful watching him move out there. Yeah, like it, imagine like, him watch, having to like here, range here, over to up up the middle for my for my Chicago people. Here is the perfect analogy. Here, you're in a 16 inch softball team. Some dude that's been in the league for 50 years is on your team. He's like 65 years old. Guy can still hit, finds the lines, finds gaps, gets base hits. So you want him in the lineup, but you need to put him in the field somewhere. So you stick him at second base and pray no one hits it to second base because who the fuck hits it to second base in 16-inch <laughs> softball? He eventually gets that one ball hit to him, and you watch him try to range to his right, and it is fucking slow motion and painful. Now that's what, to me, what Jake Berger would look like at second base. I love Jake Berger. I think I've said it a million times on the show. I Jake Berger's story. I think they're going to make it. Adam Sandler will totally make a Netflix movie out of it. They'll have Kevin James play Jake Berger. I was literally <laughs> about to say they'll cast Kevin James. Yeah. yeah. They'll have Kevin James play what, range. How about range? Sean Payton to Jake Berger. There you go. Boom. It's called range, baby. Send the yeah, check. Sandler. That wasn't a very convincing Sean Payton. though. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that was so brutal, dude. That That's okay. So Look, you watched that, right? I can't believe you. Yeah, I watched it. I watched. I'm. I'm a sucker. I'm sorry. I watched. Hey, the new one, the hustle, the basketball one's not bad at all. That looked pretty good. It's not bad at all. It's it's a good like just turn it on and turn your brain off and like right. whatever. It's a Sandler movie, but yeah, Kevin James playing Jake Berger in the new Netflix Burger Time. Adam Sandler flick. Happy Madison Productions. Sandler, Netflix, send the check to at Pinwheel Ivy Pod. We'll take Apple Pay, Venmo, whatever you got, bud. Yeah, we'll cook up a screenplay for you. Yep, that'll be easy. We'll get Fizz on that, dude. Fizz and a couple like Red Bulls or some shit. He'll have a screenplay in like two days. Um, but yeah, he's not a second base. By any sense. Loving him at Loving him at DH. Yeah. Loving him at DH. Yeah. Loving I'm fine with the occasional spot start too at third base just to keep him slightly engaged. But I, I agree. I think ideally Bacotta third, Bendix second, Berger DH. And you yeah. got yourself a lineup. That's fine. And I mean, the, my only issue is the White Sox got about four DHs on this team. 
So the other thing that I found interesting thinking about the schedule, you know, people, everyone's like, oh, they're only beating up on the Tigers. It's the Tigers. The Twins have played the Tigers like 11 more times than the Sox have already this year. Mm -hmm. Tigers haven't even come to the South side yet. Mm -hmm. Like White Sox get to beat the shit out of this team. 16 left against the Twins, 13 left against, against Cleveland. Yeah, man. Like there, there's some. The White Sox have only played what five home games against yeah. divisional opponents, bro. There, there is some meat left on this bone. And if you're jumping off this ship already, or you're doing the crybaby tweets already, I mean that's your prerogative. Go for it. But I am no way giving up on this shit yet. No, I think they still win the division. The only thing I'm worried about is the injuries. If they want to make a deep playoff run, now the the series July starting July 4th against the Twins. That one I got circled on my calendar. That'll be that'll be interesting to see. That'll be a good measuring stick game because I think we know what the Twins are at this point and what. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, with the White Sox are when healthy, but uh, that'll be a good measuring stick uh, series for sure. I definitely have very low expectations about this weekend. Oh yeah, they're gonna embarrass themselves on Sunday night baseball. I, I sure. think they're gonna get fucking smoked in Houston. What are the what are the pitching matchups for that? Because I know Cop- is Copic uh, going to start Sunday or Copic is gonna, yeah I, he got the fluid drained from his knee, so he said he's yeah, going to go Sunday. So they put they put his name on the release and they put like possible. In parentheses, but it's uh, it's Giolito versus Valdez on Friday on that fucking Apple TV broadcast. Which Oof. you know what? I actually don't hate. I just don't like the 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 team. If you put, can you put the radio? Can you? Say if that? you put Stone and uh, what's fake? God, Jason Benetti? in the booth for the Apple TV broadcast. Um, chef's kiss. It'd be beautiful. But um, and then Saturday is a day game. That's Johnny Cueto versus Verlander. Have fun with that one. Yeah, we all guys. To... I think I'm going to go alternate run line on that one. Yeah, and, and I. Also... I think they're winning Friday though. Giolito's going to have a bounce back start. Giolito like steps up. He, like he does, and he's. I, I think they win Friday. He's I shut. Like he's shut down the Astros in the past, like in when you, like same situation kind of where they socks are struggling a little. All now you're going to get pissed him. off Giolito, too, after getting rocked his last start. Once he gets a little sway going, he's got yep. that look. I think, I think we're going to get a pissed off Giolito, and he, he's going to throw a good game. All I keep thinking about is, like, Cueto versus Verlander. I feel like I'm in, like, 2013 right now. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that's, like, a wild. But, okay, so Friday night's the one on Apple TV, and then Sunday is Kopech, possibly, versus Javier. That's wonderful if it is Kopech, too. I just, I'm interested to see what he looks like after the injury. Houston's lineup is just diabolical right now, though. Yeah. That lineup is just sick, dude. How happy, how happy are you that it's not Lynn? Well, Lynn's going to get the Monday Oh, he game gets Toronto. Shit. Yeah, against oh, yeah. Daryl in, in the south side when it's 100 Maybe degrees. Maybe like Boston in that one. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love Lance Lynn. I love I did too. That so was... much. That little that little scuffle, and then the way he explained it about the you know he was trying to tell me flame and yawn and salad was better that than was like the, the potatoes. Yeah. Squirrel thing from last year, or whatever. But uh, a lot of people have brought it up, and I, I think I agree. I think I think having a guy like that in the bench every day again is something the White Sox needed. You know, they showed him a couple times during the thirteen to nothing route, and he's laughing. He's getting guys chuckling. They're having a good time. You know. Jose Abreu's building a fucking fort, you know, and you got they showed the pitcher uh Giolito Kopech and Cease doing the seeds into the cup game and like team looked a little looser this, you know. Yeah. I, and I, granted, again, I know they're playing the Tigers, but winning cures a lot of shit. 
And this team looked like they completely just lost their mojo. Like they looked uptight. They weren't having fun. Jerseys were buttoned all the way to the top. You weren't even seeing the chains popped out. Like all, like just everything just seemed drained. And then boom, here comes this Tiger series. And you got Jose Abreu like playing the bat and ball game in the dugout. Everyone's laughing. Lance Lynn's fucking chuckling up, you know, like he's got 14 bush lights deep and he's just having a great time in the dugout. And that's that's when this team to me is at its best. Like they're it's yeah. a good mix of young guys and veterans that like to have a good time. And you know, at the end of the day, it's still fucking baseball, man. You know what I mean? Like it, that's a huge bounce back too, because they could have came into that, especially after that series against Texas, where literally everything that could go wrong did go wrong. They blew yep. a five nothing lead. The bullpen implodes. Yes, Monte Grandal gets hurt. Michael Kopech gets hurt. Like that, it's very easy going to Detroit and be like, well, shit, like. Seasons, but there was a great bounce back. Like you said, they were loose. Uh, so that, that was good to see. It was good to see that they have a little bit of uh, mental toughness there at bounce, able to bounce back after a series like that. Yeah. I mean, and that's really it. And I got, again, I'm just going to keep harping on it. It was, they look like they're having fun again, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, I think it's shown on the field. And I mean, they but have winning. I mean, the winning cares like, so much, talk about so much baseball and just the, like six month grind of a season, like just it's it's all about confidence, like confidence in yourself, the yep. your teammates. So yeah, like winning cures, obviously winning cures all. Yeah, yeah. I, it, yes, it, they're going to be happy as hell because they're at a thirteen nothing game. Right, and, and just that should keep the confidence going heading into a tough series. Uh, and for the least. first first time all season, one through nine, everyone had a hit. Yeah, nice. I mean, that's just crazy, but. Hopefully the good times keep rolling because they go to Houston for three and then they get the red hot Blue Jays at home for three and it the ball's flying on the south side now. It, we have reached it is summer in Chicago like it's a hundred and it's hotter than Devil's Chode outside yeah. right now. It is ridiculous. Swamp ass season, huh? It is. Oh, it's humid as shit. The ball's flying. I mean, look at what's going on in these Cubs San Diego games, dude. It's like homers all over the place, but. Uh, um, look at that, Mitch Beef giving you some love in the comments. Um, yeah, it's because he's young, Beef. He still listens to me. Um, <laughs> well, I don't have birdies texting me. That's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, Beef love. It's the birdies. I yeah. think we just we just pulled back the curtain a little bit. That's why he's looking at his phone all the time. Is because he's got the birdies. Um, but yeah, and then but after this Houston Toronto six game gauntlet, you get to breathe just a little bit. Because now you get Baltimore on the south side for four. You and then you do a little West Coast trip where you go to play the Angels. Like not exactly scaring anybody right now. No. And then you go into San Francisco for three, which is a tough game. By the way, was just at that park. Highly recommend. Phenomenal park. Garlic fries are dope. Crab sandwiches, super dope. Irish coffee will give you put a little lead in your pencil after a couple beers <laughs> and they love Jack Peterson. Jack Peterson's never leaving San Francisco. Quick oh, story. Quick I, story I would love with, him too. If he was, you know, hit like 16 quick, home runs. Quick story time. With OPS. Well, and he's also local ish to San Francisco. They consider him a local, but yeah, so is Chris Bryant. They yeah. liked him for a couple weeks then too. Yeah, that's true. But uh quick story time. So I'm doing my lap around Oracle park last week. There's this kid in a white uh, Giants jersey uh, with no name or number on the back, and he took a black Sharpie and wrote Big Cock Jock number 69 (laughs) on the back of the jersey. And then 
I was sitting on the left field line. Shout out to my new boys in San Francisco because I was in the front row, front row seats. And Jock, every time, every time Jock would come out after he was done warming up, he would turn to the bleachers and like go like throw his hands up, and they would all stand up. And all these kids, it was all high school kids in the left field bleachers, high school and college kids, and they were all going absolutely berserk. And then he would pick someone out and throw him the ball. As the game went on and the boozes, the beverages were still flowing and everything, about the sixth inning, from the sixth inning to the end of the game, every time the inning would start, the entire left field bleachers would all start chanting, Jock has a horse cock. They just kept <laughs> chanting it over and over and over again. And Jock was ear to ear smile. And he kept like doing like a sly turnaround to the bleachers. And then he would do like the surfer, like hang time to him. He'd be like, yeah. And they would all go fucking bananas, dude. He is loving the vibe he's getting out there in san francisco like i i was cracking up the whole time i thought it was that i mean it was loud too like it was not like oh what are they saying out there no you knew what they were saying it was clear as shit what was louder that or the uh fire tony chance that but the fire tony <laughs> chance were right there i was at the game with the fire tony chance it was it's mitch i heard you started him Oh yeah! <laughs> well, half the crowd had cleared out, so the fact that they were able to generate that much fire, Tony chance is pretty impressive. I was also—I don't know if it's a coincidence or what—but anyone else noticed that uh, Jason and Steve kind of didn't talk. No, those were getting do, picked yeah. up on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah, I, I did notice that. Jason Benetti, ever since Tony Russo's fired, I mean, they have a way where they will. They will like backhand compliment. They will lay it out on a like on a silver platter Dude, without watch, directly saying. Watch Tony the replay if sucks. you can. Watch the replay if you can find it of the intentional walk. <laughs> yeah. And listen to how they talk about it. No, it but no, the, it's like oh, it's, it's like other such. It's like you know when a starter's out there forever, the bullpen decisions, other stuff. They're just like uh, you know normally you would do this. Like they they won't directly say like to, to, what is Tony Larissa doing? They're like, um, you know, generally you'd uh, you'd think about uh, having this or this. <laughs> it's not even the bad decision. Like the bad decisions are like dumb enough. It's like the nerve to be surprised that people are asking him afterwards. That really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's a Hall of Fame baseball person and all, but the ego yes. on this is like, oh, is anyone really surprised that we walk him with a one-two count? Well, what the hell do you think? When's well, the last time that Yes, we are, especially because you have a pitcher on the hill who is dog shit against lefties going against one of the best lefty power bats. Granted, I know he's only hitting like 200, but you know the guy's got pop for days. Yeah. And, it oh, it's lefty-lefty, though. Ooh, no, dude. It wasn't even the decision to intentionally walk. It's like the one-two thing that was so confusing. It's like, oh, so if it was a two-one count, then then it would have been okay because he's not as dangerous as the two. The two-strike excuse was... It was strange. Right. And uh, to BSBL tossed, uh, bro, if you find out, let us know, man, because we have no idea when Eloy's coming back because I can't listen to that verbal poison that Rick Hahn spews. All right. All right. Uh, Let's break it, it down. Okay. It when did he have surgery? End of April? Uh, yes. And then the timetable was how many weeks? Four, I think. Well, no, no, no it was like, like, the report came out that it'd be back in four weeks. Like, yeah. Like, well, that yeah. was Uncle Hector through that Hector. shit against the wall. <laughs> but I think when it originally happened, they were talking, they said two months. They said like mid-June. 
Yeah. All right. So, okay. Well, all right. Never mind then. It is yeah. mid-June. He's not. Okay. Now it's mid-June. and <laughs> Well, I think he would have been back mid-June if it wasn't for the pause. I think they... The pause is, yeah. Yeah, it's the pause. It's the pause. Pause. <laughs> I, think, I think things were rushed. And it is what it is. But that's the other thing, though. I mean, you got to think before the All-Star break, you're going to get TA back. Hopefully, you get Aloy back. Grandel said he's good to go. He's just going to kind of ride it out, let his back heal up. Back spasms suck. Yeah. As someone that gets back spasms, they fucking suck. But he was using the leg excuse again, too, like he was last year for the poor mm-hmm. hitting early on. He said he had the knee surgery in October, and he's like, my legs have fine, fully gotten under me. So just let Yaz and uh, Burger switch off at DH and just have Sebi the Destroyer fucking catch for the rest of the year and make me a shit ton more money. Um, <laughs> Burger's hand's fine. He'll come back. Andrew Vaughn potentially should be a fucking all-star. It just oh, sucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's going to get an all-star because there's a lot of good players in whatever position you want to vote for Andrew Vaughn. Over, but yeah, he, but he's he dude, he's been gnarly this year. I can see him getting it. Like, they sort of do like that final fan vote thing, right? Remember? Yeah, like the final player or something. Unless, yeah, I mean, unless they don't call the socks that much. They're yeah, see that goofy photo of him. Like, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, unless Fids like purchases a fucking uh, bot farm in India to fucking pepper the fan vote. <laughs> I don't think Vaughn's getting in. Yeah, whoever buys the bots for the 108 tourney, they might. There you go. Contribute to uh, beef. You got to. I know you don't use them, but you know, talk to your constituents <laughs> and hook us up with some bots, dude. Um. Uh. But Vaughn's been good. AJ Pollock has been the player, and it was wild, dude. I think it was a a woman. She writes about the. She's a Dodgers. I think she's a. I think she's a big J journal. I'm not. I can't remember her name right now. Uh, I know it wasn't you with the bots beef, but I know you know people. Um, <laughs> she even said though when the White Sox got AJ, and someone brought up the old tweet, and it's time. Oh though, right, yeah, yeah I AJ it. Pollock's gonna suck for a month. And then he's going to be an amazing outfielder for the White Sox. And everyone's like, okay, whatever. No one thought it. And it's literally, <laughs> literally what's happening right now. <laughs> so you get AJ, Luis Robert. And it's funny. I'm seeing all these people pissing all over Luis Robert. Like, homeboy's still getting base hits. He's yeah, not, I know, he just, right? He yeah. just needs to find the power stroke. That's all. I'm fine with him hitting 300, though. He gets on base. He can steal a base. They got, like, Jose Bray right behind him. I, mm-hmm. you know, I'd like to see some power. Elite speed. Like, I, I can put up with the no power because he's getting on base and he's he's driving a run still too. Yeah, so, I mean, dude, Luis Robert when he the, what he did against Texas like multiple just gets on base single and just steals second, steals mm-hmm. third, forces a bad throw to third, scores like what a like that guy. That, well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, Robert, it, power's not necessarily his game. Like he's a five tool player. Right. So like if it's not like Asmani Grandal where it's like power, he's like a one trick pony. He's like, well, we need him to hit home runs and walk, and he's not doing right. it. Where we and need I mean, power, like you don't with Louis. It's nice, yeah, he, but he's still leading the team, batting two eighty three right now. Yeah, like it's just like everyone needs he, to. He just has the same, or he's had the same issue, and like that's the thing. Like he is still producing, so you can take it. But like it is fair to say, like he is just chasing more, and he doesn't see pitches. But like again, if he's hitting. 290. Well, my still thing, getting hits. Still my thing with doing Luis stuff Robert on base. Too, take my thing with Luis Robert is he has some at bats that are just absolute dog shit. Like he looks like he wants to be anywhere else in the world besides that batter's box. And it, it drives it, me nuts about him. Swings a lot. But then he comes up. I mean, I'm trying to look in his last 
Well, in every game in June, there, there's only been three games he didn't have at least one hit. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's good, dude. Like, people need to get off his nuts real quick. That, that really bothers me when I see White Sox Twitter go down that road with him. Moncada, he's earned it. He's batting one, well, now 80-something. But before today, it was bad. And I get that. But Luis Robert, no, no, no. We're not going to go to negative yeah. town about Luis Robert. Like, that's just dumb. You look stupid. You're showing your ass. But I also think I'm really, really liking this consistent lineup. I know this is like a crazy thing to be happy about, but someone took Tony's pen away or Quill or whatever he uses to write with. No, it's looked good the past couple games. Well, he had the yeah. one Saturday against Texas. I was like, okay, this is like one of the first lineups this year that I agree with. And then he <laughs> brought out the same one the next day. I was like, what is going on? This is nice. Well, they, they took they took Gabe Sheets away. Well, yeah, they put that him. Too, yeah. He just had a he just had a big double for Charlotte. But good um, for him. Stay down. Yeah, stay there. Um, <laughs> and I also think his hand's going to get forced. though. you know, you get Tim back, so now you got to your leadoff spot. You don't have to worry about Larry Garcia batting leadoff again. Which, if you're really, oh my god, I mean, my one year old can look at Larry's numbers and be like, why the fuck is this guy batting leadoff? He's a dog shit leadoff the, hitter. The crazy thing about the whole when people, I mean, I get it, like. You, you respect Tony Larusa for what he's done, whatever. Yeah. But like the 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 jumping through hoops or like the the flips people do to defend the Larry Garcia thing when he bets lead off and he has the numbers that he has, like come on. It's just it's, <laughs> it's like twenty nineteen rebuilding year. He was hitting two seventy. Exactly. All right, fine. He's gonna yeah. be a leadoff guy. We got no one else. But now it's ridiculous. It's yeah. Like yep. You are a contending t- You are third in a division. What are you doing? <laughs> but also, I think they're taking away some of these toys that, like like you mentioned, taking away Gavin Sheets, taking away Dallas Keuchel. Uh, Tim Anderson comes back. That's your leadoff guy now. And uh, I mean, take away Josh Harrison. I mean, I think yeah. that's the next one, like you guys mentioned. And then play Danny Mendick at second and use Larry Garcia, how God intended him to be used in the major leagues as a fucking super utility guy yep. that does spot starts for people. You know, we're still going to do the whole first baseman in the outfield thing with Andrew Vaughn, whatever, fine. But what happens when Eloy comes back? Like, let's actually, this is interesting now that I'm thinking about it. So, Eloy, everybody's back. Hey, hey, the gang's all here. So you got Yasmani Grandel catching. You got Yoan Moncada at third. You got Tim Anderson at shortstop. You have you say, Danny Mendick at second. You got Abreu at first. You have Luis Robert in center field. Vaughn do you have, do you have left Eloy in left and shit. Vaughn in right? Now where's AJ Pollock? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Pollock I no. would have in his natural position in yeah. left. Vaughn's you have to either right. DH Vaughn or Eloy. Eloy's DHA. I he's already shown he's made a glass. I don't. I, he can't go out in the outfield. But I think his left field. I'm sure they're gonna play him there. But if it was me, like his outfield. All right. So you, I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. But now I'm just trying to think of down the future, Zoe problems here. So now, but now you have right. What do you do with this kid, Jake Berger? That's mashing at DH. You, you just flip games with him and Aloy at DH. Yeah, you got you got to get a little rotation guy, yeah. going. Okay, all right, fair enough. Especially the way yeah. Mike is hitting. Yeah, you have a bench of you know Larry Wait. Garcia, McGuire, Berger. This is uh, a great problem to have too. Oh, I'm, everyone I'm all being healthy. Yeah, like, this is a great. I'm I'm excited to have this conversation yeah. right now. Like this is good. Um, 
What I guess it's to? good. It's good and bad to you have to say. What do you do with Eloy and Jake Berger? On one hand, hey, Jake Berger's got into the conversation. On mm-hmm. the other hand, Eloy's fallen to that conversation. Where it's a question mark. That's true because I don't think you can roll Eloy out into left field anymore. Now, um, no. especially not when you have. But then, so what? Is Adam Ingle go back to Charlotte? Well, no, he's he's the other bench guy. He's... Okay, so that's our four benches: Ingle, Berger, Garcia, McGuire. and and McGuire. That's our bench. Yep. That's okay, I can talk about this. That's actually a pretty that's decent a, bench. That's a championship looking roster. Right you got there. speed. You got guys that you plug and play in a bunch of different positions. But you got a DFA Harrison. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's almost like a. That's almost a given. A given. And I I've said it. I every time we bring this up, I always feel like I got to preemptive. I actually like Harrison. <laughs> Usually when we talk about guys getting DFA, I'm like, yeah, fuck them, bye. I but think... I actually like Harrison. I mean, Danny Manick Manic still has minor league options, right? I think that's the only reason we where the White Sox might be like, uh, well, then, maybe we they're running Harrison. out from the way they ship him up and down, though. I right. would think that's true. But uh, then, all right, I think, so, but like they give Harrison a, just a few extra weeks to. So now we've achieved hopefully. we've achieved this situation we just discussed, and the White Sox are doing what we thought they were going to be doing all year. Because schedule's gotten a little easier. The boys are back. Everyone's healthy. You know, things are going how we thought it would go. Trade deadline comes up. Who are you ta- what what are you doing? I mean, second second base has still got to be a priority, but now you're not so much leaning for an outfielder. You need another arm, I'm guessing. Maybe a bullpen guy. It depends Especially- what Liam Hendricks' status is. True. That's what I'd be worried about. Because, like, the second base thing, like, once he, there's not a whole lot with teams willing to trade the second base with, right. like, quality options out there. So, if Mendick keeps hitting, like, 270 and plays good defense, I'm fine with him I'm for the rest of the year. I'm very okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you have to – If hopefully Hendricks is back. If he says he's going to be back, we'll take his word for it, I guess. But uh, if he is indeed out for the season, then I think you'd have to get another bullpen arm. Yeah. Right. Rotation's pretty solid. Like, oh, it's like that. I, I, I like their starting five right now. Vinny Velo had a quick hook on Wednesday. Yeah, coming back from injury. His first, uh, his yeah. first I'm guessing there was a schedule because he looks pretty sharp in that too. And so, also Ralph, Ralph asked, "What's the trade value of Jake Berger?" I, I've been told I can't bring that up on the show anymore. Because nobody wants Jake Berger. The way I describe, there's there's like a lot of players over the years for the Cubs where you can say where like they produce enough where you're like, well, I mean, why wouldn't other teams want them? But it comes to a point where they just provide more value to your own team than they than you would on like on a trade return. Like, what are you getting for a 27 year old DH? Yeah, and he's a great locker room guy. He kind of provided the spark when that offense was dead. I that would be that'd be like one of those trades, like Kendall Graveman when the Mariners traded him last year. Like the the locker room hated it when it happened. Uh, it, you know, and I think it kind of cost him a playoff spot down the stretch because they only missed it by a couple of games. And so maybe not to that extent, but like that that'd be one I don't think would be very popular. Uh, Alex, 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 I need you to explain to me how Josh built. Josh Bell would be a perfect fit on this team. Yeah, I mean, first reaction, I first reaction is he have, like a first baseman DH? We have, yeah, we have <laughs> we have a couple first baseman DH guys. I, I'm not saying I'm not arguing you. I'm not coming at you argumentative. I just more am looking for an explanation. Um, uh, could Hendricks be offered? It's still a possibility. We're we're fingers crossed. We're the birdies are wrong, but 
the concerning thing about the Hendricks thing too is that even if he does come back, he hasn't been. I know he's had stretches where he's been like shut down closer, mm-hmm. but overall he hasn't been. He's got a two eighty one ERA. He's been pretty. He's been pretty good. Yeah. It, like like last year, he had a couple. Like the first two weeks were rough, but since that stretch, he's been he's been pretty good. <laughs> let's just nine first baseman out there. Let's get uh, let's get them all, baby. I love it. The all first baseman strategy. I mean, you got Paul Goldschmidt is just destroying baseballs. Right I now. hate the Arizona Diamondbacks so much. Forgiven buckles. I hate the NL, the NL West, the Colorado Rockies, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Like up there on my shit list. The tr- that 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 Goldschmidt trade that they had a few years ago. Yeah. Look at the return that the that the Diamondbacks on, got. I'm, I'm looking it up now. What the fuck was that? I'm looking it up right now. And then the Rockies. Goldschmidt, Goldschmidt was nice in. Uh... Dude, Paul Goldschmidt was a top five like He's hitter. Down. Okay, not hitter. He was a top. Three to five first baseman in all of baseball. Hold on, hold on. I got no a new way. best friend. I got, I got a new best friend. I got a new no best way. friend. If you, get me, <laughs> if you can get me jazz, baby. No shot. No um, shot. Are, well, Zoe, aren't you worried that everyone's gonna hate him in the clubhouse, like the Marlins? The, no, I don't. <laughs> I think he would be so well received. And on the could you met. I'm gonna say it again for like the twelfth show in a row. Jazz and TA middle infield. Oh, you have Josh Harrison. Every team would fucking hate the White Sox, and I would love every second. They'd be Euro stepping over everybody. Oh, it'd be fucking beautiful. That would um, be nice. I, there's no shot they trade Colson. No, I don't. So the Diamondbacks traded franchise icon Paul Goldschmidt to the Cardinals for Carson Kelly, who's he's good. Carson Kelly's not trash, dude. Paul Goldschmidt. Hold on, Carson Kelly, starting pitcher. Imagine Luke if Weaver. you if you traded for a, an okay solid catcher for Jose Abreu, though. All right, fair enough. Uh, Carson <laughs> Kelly, Luke Weaver, minor league infield prospect Andy Young. Don't know him. Probably works at Hertz Rent a Car, and a competitive balance B pick, which turned out to be the 75th overall Dominic Fletcher. Oh, I saw him bagging groceries at Menards. The other day. There you go. <laughs> I thought you son of a bitch, Mitch. I thought you were going to be like, oh, he's actually coming up. But and then the me. Rockies, and then the Rockies paid the Cardinals fifty million dollars to get Nolan Arenado. I hate the NLW. The uh, the first article that comes up is early returns for Goldschmidt trade have been excellent. <laughs> no, Carson Kelly. I think Carson Kelly, his first year with Arizona, he was great. But like, I mean. It's yeah, it's just it, this is this is literally four paragraphs about how Carson Kelly's been good. But Fuck Paul me. Goldschmidt, I, I Paul Goldschmidt is literally a man on fucking fire right now. Like that's the type of trade that the Cubs needed to do last year, and they I ended mean, up with Nick Madrigal. He's eating fucking fillets, you know, ribbed. He is just at the fucking plate, just fucking feasting on my fantasy team right now. Not a night goes by where I don't get a notification from Yahoo Fantasy. Paul Goldschmidt, you know, I like. I thought it was fucking broken, dude. When it just kept popping the other day, I was like, "All right, guys, I get it." He hit a home run. I'm like, "Oh shit!" He actually really hit all of these. Yeah, he home keeps runs. hitting home runs. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Holy shit, man!" But uh, oh, we're getting. You know what? If you're watching right now, throw trade proposals in the comment section. Let's go down this rabbit hole. This is always. Oh, Mitch, I know. I don't think you. This is your first time doing this. Usually, when we open these floodgates, you get some real fucking. Whew. <laughs> it gets interesting yeah. fast. Uh, trade Cespedes or Colas or a pitcher. Cespedes would be a guy I'd be willing to trade. Really? 
Yeah, I mean, th- with his age right now and the way he's like, he's been okay, but the power. Yeah, Cespedes is like forty-seven years old, though. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was that old. <laughs> Damn. Um, I think he's twenty. He's, he's older than Abreu. He's that older than Abreu. But I, I <laughs> trade Cespedes. Now I'm not advocating they should, but if you were going to trade a prospect that teams would actually want, Cespedes would be a guy I'd be willing. To how old? Like, for real? How old is he? I think twenty. Yeah, question. he's like he's not a young prospect. Yeah. No, he's not, and I think he just got to Triple A. Um, he is 24 years old, supposedly. Now we all know the birth that like I am 22, you know, but uh, supposedly his birthday is September 24, 1997, making him 24 years old. Let's look at the stats. I, Mr. Cespedes. Yeah, he's still in uh, Double A right now. As yeah, he's in. He's Double A as a 24 year old. And he's slashing 262, 296, 767, nine home runs, 27 RBIs. He's got five stolen bases. Not exactly lighting the world on fire. Wait, he, what was this slug? Uh, no, I went OBP, OPS. Oh, okay. I was going to say, well, I mean, damn, he's slugging. Yeah, but no, yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's let me a get, 296 get, uh, on base percentage. Who is he, he's Patrick Wilson? slugging. Hold up. Uh, 471. Right. Yeah. All right. I mean, it, he's not bad by any. I trade the entire Cubs teams for Goldschmidt. Uh, he's not bad by any means, but twenty-four-year-old in Double A, not exactly, uh, you know, lighting the league on fire. And I mean, Abreu was a rookie at twenty-seven, so there's still yeah, hope. Like, I yeah. like I'm not saying they should trade him, but like he would be the guy out of that light pool of prospects they have that I'd be willing. Like if they traded him, I'm like, I. Right. Yeah, I mean. Sense. I haven't seen any. Let me see. We got any highlights of him gunning people out here, or is, is these all just? He does Cole have a good arm. Like that's like the one thing all the scouts around. That's like his brother. He's got a, he's got a cannon. Half brother. Yeah. yeah. As I got corrected very quickly when I said that the other day. Um, let's see what Oscar Colas is doing. It's be like a TA's kids. Oscar Colas is. 279 batting average, 337 OBP, 796 OPS. Five home runs, 30 RBIs. He's still in high A ball. Now he's 23. And I'll tell you, man, his highlights have like, like if you're looking at the stock market, it's just like he is starting to hit the absolute fucking nukes that he's we were a told star. about. Yeah, for sure. He can, yeah, he hit some nukes, dude. So um, interested to see what the game plan. I, what do you think? He probably finishes the year in double A. Yeah. It's yeah. next year. Triple A. Or, yeah. I mean, he's 23 right now. Hey, Beef Loaf, we respect short kings on this show. Short people, guys. Yeah. No we, respect the, we, we respect the short kings on this show. I mean, I think the shortest player on the slot, or I mean, not, but I mean, Andrew Vaughn. Andrew Vaughn, yeah, like people, five, like five summers. <laughs> people don't realize how small. I did not know he was that short until I stood next to him. And I was like, oh, damn. All right, I'm six one, but I was like, "You a little guy." Uh, but he's built <laughs> he's like a thick, shit. Though. Yeah, he, oh, he, he is like three C. Like small, small. Like yeah. get Edge Vaughn. Magical is zero C's thick. Vaughn is at least three C's thick. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, you don't trade Vaughn. Don't don't do that. Um, I don't want to trade Montgomery at all. No. I, I Fitz has brainwashed me into. Montgomery being 
that guy for us in the future. He's right so, on Vaughn. He was very right on Vaughn. Vaughn, Vaughn is not that like, they had to go much out on a limb there. Like he was kind of a stud coming out of college, but yeah, yeah it was like the it was like the third pick. Mm-hmm. He's the best, yeah, he's the best hitter in America. <laughs> but it was him and uh, what's his face that went to the pod? CJ Abrams. Abrams. Yeah, and people were really going. It, it was like you had to be. You know, like uh, the vampire movies, Team Edward or Team whatever. Like you, so pick you know, so I know. That. I really don't. I know the movies. Uh, Twilight, and it's Edward and Jacob. Ah, there you go. Boom. I'm telling you guys, you want. Whose team were you on, Zo? Uh, the wolf guy. All right. I like the wolves. Really, uh, the creepy guy. All right. They're both creepy guys. What are you talking about? The other dude yeah, was like vamp- a weird, I'm pretty sure the, curvy vampire. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, it. I watched the last movie. I think at the end, uh, the the wolf guy, uh, it like, I forget what the word they use, uh, is like immediately when the daughter is born, is he attaches to her or something? Some weird know. thing had where he. All like, I remember was the vampire protector dude. from the very beginning. The vampire guy looks like the type of dude that like claps when the plane lands. Like he's like he is just baby shit soft all around. But beef, you joke and say good job on the third overall pick. I mean, I was gonna say it, but I'm apparently you guys still think he's good. So. The White Sox haven't exactly been uh, gangbusters when it comes to these early picks. No, they we'll have just put not. it that way. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. We respect the short kings. Um. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, who's the other kid in the minors that's Sosa? That's the name that keeps coming brought up. Let me look this kid up. Do you guys even know what I'm talking about? No idea. That's what I think, right? Or... Uh, yeah, uh, homeboy, the GM from the Bruins or Barons was telling us all about him. He was one of the guys he was really, really high on. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. God damn it. L-E-N-Y-N. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this kid's name, but it's Sosa. He's a shortstop, bats and throws right. He's 22 years old. He's in double A. He's bro. He is batting 341, 392, and 957 with 13 home runs and 45 RBIs. He's been in double A this whole season. I mean, I, I think it might be time to get the homie up a little bit. He is absolutely mashing. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he's the name that I keep seeing on Twitter. People talking about him, talking about him, talking about him. But he is. Whew. And speaking of that, smash that like My man, smash that like button, everybody. We That's need them likes. Right That's, that, is, that is a very seasoned bet move. Uh, are Brandon Drury or Cattell Marte remotely possible to trade? I would say no. No. I would say especially Marte. The White Sox just don't have anything. And didn't he just get a last year extension? Yeah, yeah. Brandon uh, Jury, though. Yeah, he and the, runs. well, that's the other name too is the Yolbert Sanchez. But I've heard he's come back down to earth a little bit. Uh, he had a, a little hot streak, but he and he's got no power, so he has to hit for average, which right. is a lot easier to do in AAA. But I think I just fell in love with this Sosa kid. These numbers are sick, dude. He is having a fucking year, bro. Can he play second base? <laughs> I mean, the Whites, Vaughn couldn't play the outfield. They stuck him there, so why That's not? a very valid point. <laughs> That's true. Um, let's see. What else is he doing here? What's his slugging for this year? He's slugging 565. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he has 14 home runs. Oh, boy, is fucking mashing. He has only struck out 35 times in 232 at-bats, too. Oh, I'm falling in love. I'm getting smitten here. 
I mean, you know what they say. He's only 22, six feet tall, 180 pounds. Boys Bitches ready to go. Sosa. Bitches love Sosa. Now Zoe does too. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Let's go, dude. This is my guy now. I'm dubbing him my new guy. So you guys talked about uh, Danny. I'm a front like, runner. I'm a front runner like a motherfucker. Final how? year control for training should be cheap to acquire a farm system like this. Okay, that a boy Alex. See, I didn't. I didn't have that much uh, go to school on Brandon Drury. Yeah, I, I, so I was gonna say, how much confidence do you have in that? Even if the number, I mean, Danny Manick is gonna be hitting 300 for the whole year. Like, how much confidence? No. Even if he does. Like, I mean, do you have confidence that like that is your starting second baseman in game one of the playoffs, Danny Mendick? If my older options are Larry Garcia or Josh Harrison, yes. Well, but I'm saying in terms of being being aggressive in the trade market. Well, can this can the homie jury here play second base? I think he plays. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he, he can play second base. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, this dude's been around. Um, what is he? How old is he? Twenty nine years old. Uh, he's what's he doing this year? He's solid batting. numbers, I think. Yeah, decent numbers. Two sixty nine batting average, OBP of three thirty five, slugging five hundred eight, eight forty two OPS. He's got twelve homers. Danny Mendick with more power. Basically, and a little bit, a lot more experience at the major leagues. Um, he's pitched again. <laughs> For that the was Mets Danny, though. Last yeah, year, been, yeah. It's a day. <laughs> um, but Drury has been in the postseason. Um, it would be yeah. hilarious to hear. Let's see how he from Chicago try to pronounce his name. He, he has played. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's actually played more games at second base than he has anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Drury, put him on I the list. I have to give up for him. But, yeah. uh, but as Alex says, and I don't know, Mitch, I don't know if you met Alex, Alex, Mitch, Mitch, Alex, Alex is our like resident stat checker. Alex knows everything about everything in this league. Like if you need someone's contract, just say it out loud and Alex will put it in the comments. If he's watching like dude is, <laughs> he is the unsung hero of this show. But as Alex said, final year of the contract for jury and he should be cheap to acquire for a farm system like the White Sox. It would be like a similar type trade to last year when you guys traded for in terms of like what you're going to give up to like I Caesar am Hernandez. Very intrigued, and he plays for the dog shit Reds. So like that's that's definitely a name to buy. Yeah, I I wouldn't be opposed. I mean, what's his? He signed through this year. He's only making 700k. So now Jerry's licking his chops, but now he's getting nervous that this might make the team too good. Yeah. God forbid that happens. Well, don't I, worry. I think, it's not like he's not going to pay uh, Giolito. So. Yeah, he's There's almost a one war player. No, Brennan has been very, very good this year. I think the, the thing you have to factor in with that is how long can Mendek keep up the hot streak and what is the bullpen healthy? Because the bullpen would be a big, like, I think that would be a yeah. bigger need, especially if the rest of the offense is starting to click. Because as long as Mendek's giving you good defense and Mancata starts to heat up, that I, I think they'd be sufficient there, but it, I, you just kind of have to, you got another month or so to see. And then if Drury cools down too, I mean, we'll have to. Hear me out, dude. Give me, give me Drury and Hunter Green for Cespedes. And we'll make I mean, Hunter well, Green. that's not good. They're we'll not move, giving us we'll move Hunter Green to the bullpen for a season. I'll let him figure that out. We'll take, we'll give him the Copic route. Be like, look what we did for Mike. We can do that for you too, boss. 
No, Hunter Green's nice. He figured his shit out quick, which is good. He did. Um, do the Reds have anyone in the bullpen that is of interest? Let's go shopping here. Let's go shopping. Um, pitching, 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 pitching. By the way, uh, just a quick little Cubs note, as we all remember how bad the uh, Reds started. I think they started the year 3-22. and 22. Uh, after tonight, uh, I think the Cubs are losing right now uh, to the Padres Wednesday night. Uh, they're only half a game back of the Cubs in San can we shout out their Twitter account too for making like absolute asses of themselves this past that week? Was, that, I, was, that, was that was very cringe. That was very <laughs> not good. Uh, let me get an Alexis Diaz. Let's go. Twenty-seven games, two point four zero ERA. Oh, that ERA plus though is yeah, one ninety-nine. <laughs> okay, he's got a one whip. What's yeah, the contract it. situation, sir? Let's take a look. Uh, he is 25 years old. Current, it just says not updated. Way to go, baseball reference. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like you tell Mitch, go ahead, tell me what the Cubs did there because that was pretty funny. Well, there was the two there was the first one with the Yankees, uh, where they robbed the home run in center uh, field, and then they tweeted out that oh, Yankees fans think that everything's a home run, and then the Yankees. Proceeded to hit seven dingers off him, I think, the rest of the game. And then it looked like they got into a scrap with a, a Padres fan, or someone was like trolling them, and they started responding, mm-hmm. which is like rule number one. You don't respond to obvious trolls. They were talking about like the rain delay. And they're like, oh, you guys are going to be crying when you guys lose. And there's like a back and forth. And it was like really bad, too. Like they kind of like, I'd have to pull it up. You know, they kept, I thought it was just not very I- good. When I saw the the tweet in the chat, I thought it was just that one response, and then I clicked on the thread, and they were going back and forth. like I was like, "What are you guys doing?" It was yeah. Let's see. I'll pull. Can and I get the, the Cubs a... Twitter account. Whoever runs it, or it might be multiple people. I think I'm not sure anymore. Uh, they they do they do a great job of interacting with the Cubs fans a lot, like going back and forth. But doing this, like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was oh. a bad, terrible look. That's why I couldn't find his contract shit anywhere. Diaz is a rookie. There you go. Yeah, I was. Just, I don't think I, the Reds are going to be giving up nah, any guys no, who uh, no. are young. No, but Brandon Drury is definitely a possible target. He's on the radar. He's on the radar. He is on the radar. And if the Mariners keep sucking, I'm pretty sure they can go shopping in at Seattle Mart. Dude, the Mariners. Oof. So, yeah, I mean. They have almost been as disappointed as the White Sox this year. Have they even had any major injuries? I think it's just been no. bad. It's it's just been bad. Where are they at in the? They are. I think they're below the. Bro, they, they are in fifth 20, 28 and thirty five for fourth place in the West. They 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 got a little game cushion. The A's are just terrible. Oh, the well, yeah, the I forget about the A's. But yeah. I mean, oof, that is. Brutal. I thought that team was going to be good, dude. They were my pick to win the West. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I mean, I, I had them in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That is just bad. And like they they don't have the luxury of playing. You know, like it's not. No, the they best don't. Division, they don't got like, fifteen more games against the Tigers. That's <laughs> for sure. Yep, Adam Frazier would definitely be something I would. I would look at. I would definitely consider Adam Frazier. You don't want Andrew Andrew Andrelton Simmons? Nah. John Jonathan uh, VR? 
And I mean, the other big name, I know he's having a dog shit year, but he definitely could be a, just need a change of scenery. Mitch Haniger. I know we brought that up before. Oh, they deleted the tweet. I of course they did, dude. I mean, it was a terrible. It was bad. Yeah, God. some somebody stepped in and was like, "Yo, homie, that's getting deleted." Uh, who they got in their bullpen? Anybody we want for another bullpen? Let's go shopping. Um, the Mariners. Uh, well, didn't they trade for? No, their bullpen is. Closer? Yeah, they Lester? got uh, they got Sergio Romo, Paul Seawald. Paul Seawald was pretty good last year, but he's not that great this year. Um, who's this guy? Who's Penn Murphy? 22, 22 games played, twenty three innings pitched. He's got a one nine three ERA. Talk to me about this guy. Really weird spelling of Murphy. M U R F E E. I'm out. I'm uh, out on two weeks. He's from, and he's from Nashville. Two weeks. Oh, double 20, negative. Yeah, 28. Uh, I'm back in. Double negative. Back in. 28 years old. Uh, 1.93 ERA with a 0.18 clip. Uh, let me get a little contract update on this. 0.18? This dude walks a lot of people. 0.81 clip. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, he's a rookie, too. Fuck. I oh. keep going after these damn rookies. God damn it. But. <laughs> Who knows? I'm telling you, the best option is David Roberts. Is that, that is the first like I wouldn't hate it. I mean, it would I obviously mean, depend on who they gave up for it, but you're not. Gonna, that's the thing. You're not going to. You don't. The guys that you don't want to give up. You can don't I interest you in a Gavin Sheets? No. Like that's just. I don't know. Give me a random pitcher. I don't care. You're a Mercedes. Well, he's not even with the Sox anymore, right? Did he get oh, outrighted yet, or is he still on waivers? Or? I think he's just on I waivers. I haven't well. cleared waivers, so I'm sure. It would be the biggest oversight if the Savannah Bananas did not sign him. Actually, you know what I can see Yerman Mercedes doing? Just, dude, go to Japan and just mash over there. He joined <sighs> Daniel Polka. Yeah. Korea. And uh, who was that? Uh, Diane Viciato. He did that, I think, didn't he? Yeah. Just continue that lineage of White Sox hitters and go to Japan and mash. No, he needs to go to Savannah Bananas, dude. He is like the perfect fit for that team. He's not. He's not. He's not that athletic anymore, though. They do TikToks in the middle of the fucking game, dude. You'd get you'd hurt. Love you'd that get, shit. Get hurt. You probably would. <laughs> and then we get weird cryptic Instagram messages again. Which uh, run do we like better? Yerman Mercedes in April with the whole Yerminator or Daniel Polka 2018? I'm going to go Polka just for the homies in the 108. I was going to say Polka just because like yeah. that was that was the only thing you had yeah. like right. before, <laughs> during that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Yerman thing was cool, but he lost me when he started crying on Instagram and doing all that cryptid shit. And, and having like a 290 slugging percentage. Polka leads the Mets minors in dongs this year. Look at that. Dan, I mean, he, Dan Polka, he can mash. And Dan Polka told me he'd drink a 30 rack of Bush Lights with me in the parking lot once on Twitter. He there never did it, but he said he would. He so said you he have to go up to one year, too. I was like, yep. I'm here for it. Yeah. Maybe that's what Ken's doing in New York. Aren't, don't, isn't the Triple A team for the Mets like in Rochester? I think so. Maybe Kevin, Kevin beat you to that uh, offer. All right. Why he's not here, I'd like to bring this up because I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Kevin hinted at Chase and Sarive going to the White Sox as for bullpen help. 
which Chase is not having that bad of a year. Nice lefty arm, whatever. And somebody wrote, replied, why he's not that good. I've never seen Fids get so Twitter mad so fast. <laughs> Chasen's his dude. Like, I get the person that replied that might have either been trolling him or just didn't know. But, like, Fids for the, is, he's I think texting for the, me, like, I'm going to block this motherfucker. I'm like, do it. What are you, a teenager? Just for, fucking block him and move on. For the betterment of Kevin's mental health, and I think just the uh, the discourse that we have, I don't think I want anyone who he's ever coached to be on a Chicago team ever again. I think that's fair. <laughs> or Hold that on. he knows personally at all. I am genuinely curious as to what Chasen's numbers look like. No, he's been solid. He's always. Been I know solid. he's been solid. It's funny, dude. I was playing the Mets and MLB the show, and they brought him in, and I hit three homers off him, and they pulled, took him out. I was gonna fucking. You should have said that. I know. I I should have. Um, where go, back, go back through your game logs and you should reply. You should take a screenshot. I was doing out of it. Reply was, it to Kevin. I like this la- guy. I was laughing to myself, <laughs> like it, like I shouldn't have been. Uh, Jason, twenty-one games, one win, one loss, four holds, twenty-three innings pitched, with a four point seven. Oh, we gotta get that ERA down, Jason. No, 4. go, 7, go to the ERA. game logs. Go to the game logs. 1.13 whip, uh, 9.4 K per nine. All right, let's go to the game logs. Why are you telling me you just had one shit game? Well, that's what I'm saying. ERAs, especially for bullpen guys, if they just have one terrible outing, that's, that's their ERA fair. gets that's blown fair. up. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what did you? That may or may not be the case. On sure. Saturday, June 11th, he gave up three earned runs to the Angels. There you go. That's, gonna uh, knock up the ERA. that's pretty much it. Everything else has been two or below. Uh, what what was his ERA? Wait a minute. Is this is this even on the? There's no way this happens, right? Just someone tell me that. that I'm conv- I I don't know the whole situation. He's he going? I forget how that works. The Sox cannot have that high of a pick, or do you have? Or is he just a free agent now, and they just have to? You can't. Is he going back have, to the draft? I have. That's the thing. I have no idea. Alex. Explain Alex, this to me. How? <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like, where is he pitching right now? Like, an, ind- an independent league? Or? I think so, yeah. And he's just throwing heat missiles. He's back in the draft. Yeah, he's not coming okay. to the White Sox. There's no chance. Uh, for those of you listening, I tend to forget that people do just listen to this instead of watch the live show. We're talking about Rocker, the pitcher from Vanderbilt. Uh, but, yeah, he's playing an independent ball right now. He's been great, but yeah. He had that whole thing though, where they were trying to shortchange him because of his injury history, and he's like, "Nah, son." The Mets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, thank God, because if you throw him in that rotation right now, that'd be well when they get Degrom back. Dude, they're Scherzer. doing this without Degrom and Max Scherzer. Yeah. I know we hate the Mets, but like they're come, becoming one of my uh, go-to bets. Holy teams. smokes! MLB Pipeline mocked him to the Sox today, which is probably why I'm looking this up right away so I can get. <laughs> well, the, the Sox have like twenty or yeah, twenty. I think like twenty-two. Yeah, something like that. Uh oh! Fuck out of here! I'm Are you getting your hopes up, Zoe? Don't get my hopes up like this. Why are you doing this? Well, Come you need an arm in. after you lose. How does he fall to the White Sox, though? Well, I mean, because I, I still think there's injury concern. Oh, We're taking 26. 26. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then he'd fit right in, though. 
Oh man, I'm gonna find this and. I'm speaking completely out of my ass here, but I think this year's draft just has like a lot better hitters, so that's why they're gonna be going up a lot near the top. I'll take it. I will take it. I will take it. Well, don't do this though, because now you're gonna get mad when he when the Sox don't pick. I don't think I will, because I don't, I <laughs> right off right off the gate, I didn't think this would ever happen, like ever. Uh, mock. Here we go. Here's a mock. Here's the last mock. Let's see. White Sox. What did you say? They picked twenty something. Twenty six. Twenty six. Let's go down. Twenty six. White Sox. Kumar Rocker. Get the fuck see, out of here. Read it. What's it say, though? What's it say? It says MLB pop line. It says that's right. He's back in the mock. The reports of his stuff in his first two starts have been largely have largely been very good, though he will still have to answer the questions on the medical side for a team to feel really comfortable taking him in the first round. Guy with medical problems, he fits right in. That's what I'm <laughs> that saying, perfect dude. fit, baby. That is what I'm saying, bro. Draft him. When is the draft? Uh, isn't it like All Star Weekend or something, or All-Star? somewhere around there? Draft him. Throw him in the fucking bullpen. Sunday, July 11th will be draft. Oh, okay, we're saying right, it's my little brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Bentar. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fuck. Now I'm just picturing this. Then White Sox draft him. They go right Garrett Crochet style, throw him right in the pen. He comes out, throws fucking BBs for us. Has to have Tommy John next season. Granted, and, uh, and it'll fit right in. Fair enough, but then he comes back, Copic <laughs> style. Go cool. well. The misses twenty twenty four though. Well, that was because COVID twenty four. Yeah, well, we all know that's coming. And then uh, he no, comes it's back uh, in it's, it's, chick- it's chicken pox now. By the way, um, all right, the, the, yeah, the pox. Pox. yeah, monkey pox. There you go. Oh, the Braves are just mashing home runs. They lose Ozzy Albies, and it's like nothing happened. Yeah. They're so good. Ridiculous. They're so good. All right, you it's guys got great anything seeing else? your teams win games. You guys got anything else? Nope. That's all I got. Right I just looked at out. the Cubs score. They were, we're winning 4-2. It's 8-4, I think. I don't even, want to, I don't even want to do that to you, bud. Nah, I don't even want to do that to you. Go Cubs. Go Cubs, go. Uh, yeah. So for Mitch, although I'm Zo, uh, I won't be here next week, but the boys will be holding down the fort and, uh, take care of each other at pinwheels, Ivy pod DMS are open. Follow us. And, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Go Sox. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest South side or the North side. Not tuned to the greatest home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings on the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. That time of the year now, Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood, discussions and interviews, trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah, this is what you waiting for. Yeah, you can put it on a boy. Yeah, every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for. Yeah, you can put it on a Put it on a boy, yeah. Put it on a boy. Every season, make it all change.